0: I don't do ropes. There's always one. has to be different. I am a manifestation of our consciousness. I can wear what I like.
1: So, Adam, we're doing things a little differently today. Um, I know. We weren't sure we were going to be able to do a review of this episode soon after it aired. In fact, it's still, we're already kind of late to the game, right? Compared to <laughs> most, most <laughs> podcasters would have already wanted to have an episode out, but you yeah. unfortunately you had some travel that was already booked you are in another place you're in another continent you're seven hours yeah. away from me right now yeah um, but I got you to you know meet up with me at 11 30 at night at your time <laughs> and, uh, I'm still at work so my background's different your background right. different. for anyone that might be seeing this on YouTube you can see uh yeah our backgrounds are different I'm wearing a hat like I don't ever wear, <laughs> you know, there's a full cool story behind that. I'm a Phillies fan, if you didn't know. But yeah, so here we are. But I did, I did manage to get a, that's impressive. a Jody Whitaker Funko Pop and uh, my TARDIS, which is something I do always have in my work office. So I was able to pull that out and put it in the shot. That's, that's
0: awesome. That's, I mean, it, it in all reality, like this is kind of my time that we're at right now. Eleven thirty is like kind of our normal time. Like this is this might be where we're wrapping up some of our conversation when we normally yes. record. Yeah, this for you. It's a time, totally yeah. different. This is weird different situation. You're at work, <laughs> yes. You're at really work and an it's four thirty in the, the afternoon. One of my
1: coworkers stops by my office. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
1: no, that's I'm, I'm glad that we could fit this in, right? Like there were,
0: I had to rush to watch it. Um, I was late to watching it. I did not want spoilers and. Based on some of the text messages that you were sending, there was a huge risk that something was going to be spoiled. So, yes, another late like, night on it. to get that done. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked that we can we can at least get something out there because it's definitely worth getting something recorded for.
1: Yes, yeah, and for for those of you that just listen to the audio of this. Adam is literally in a hotel room in Greece right. Now. <laughs> yes. So, uh, he, this is a first for the podcast where he's he's live from Greece and uh we have
0: gone international.
1: Yeah, and we don't neither of us have our good microphones, so the audio is probably not going to be as good, but we we thought it was important to you know try to get our thoughts out there and um I just want to talk to you about it cuz honestly after I watched the episode you're so worried about spoiling people. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to post too much on Facebook. I don't want to, you know, start too many discussions within the group because there's a lot of people haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to text you because I wasn't sure when you had seen it. But I, but so now I have the opportunity to kind of talk to somebody without worrying about spoilers because you've seen it. <laughs> yes. Kind of talk through the details of this episode because I was really excited after I saw the episode. I, oh. I thought they they, they did stick the landing this time, in my opinion. Oh, Absolutely.
0: So I just a small aside, I was telling my coworker that I was gonna go back. One of my coworkers, I was gonna go back, I was gonna record an episode. He knows that we do this. Um, and he was like, So how how is it? Because he stopped watching at Capaldi. And I was like, Oh, like it's Whitaker's finale. Um, it was good. Like, I'm excited to talk and record, but again he stopped at Capaldi. I can't spoil things. So it's not like I could go into depth and detail on like what we were just able to experience. Um, But being able to be like, okay, you do have things to look forward to, right? Like you do have some solid moments and, and we're on the verge of something incredible. So
1: yeah, I'm stoked to talk about it. Um, Yes. And I, I would say the excitement for Dr. Who hasn't been at this, this level for a very, very long time. And, that's not necessarily because of the finale, but maybe more right. for what's coming yeah. down, you know, what's coming down the road in the next couple of years. So we can get to that and we can get to the review of the episode. But before we do, yeah. I did want to just mention because we were joking around about this news almost <laughs> I know. last episode. We were kind of like, well, the whole Disney Plus thing, would you want to see that happen? But it's probably not going to happen. We hadn't heard any news about it in forever. Then they go and release a teaser video of the new logo, which we can talk about yeah. that later, too. And in the blurb, it's like blah, 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 coming to Disney Plus. And I'm like, wait, did they just drop the news on us that Disney Plus is happening? Yeah. So that was a kind of surprise, even though we had just talked about it last episode.
0: Right. Like we talked about it last episode, but we also talked about how that news was from July. And we had this dry spell of hearing absolutely nothing about it. Talk through negotiations, like can it, can it not? Like, what is what is the likelihood it would actually be able to happen? Because Bad Wolf Radio, or bad Wolf, Bad Wolf Radio, mm-hmm. because Bad Wolf is taking over the production of it, and to see that news drop is pretty. Um, it, it it's super surprising to be honest. Um, I did not expect it to actually happen. Um, it was a dream, if it would, and hey, dreams do come true, right? Like it's
1: it's super surprising. And we had talked about like what does that mean? It goes to Disney Plus. Are they just streaming, yeah. you know, stuff that's already aired, but it's still going to air on BBC America? But it, this, they didn't go into a ton of detail. But it does seem like, based on the wording of the article, it sounds like it's exclusive. They do say that yeah. a number of times that it's exclusive to Disney Plus. New episodes will be exclusive to Disney Plus, at least in the United States, or I guess is it pretty much everywhere except the UK. Probably, uh, yeah. That it's coming to Disney Plus. So, yeah, it makes it sound like new episodes, their first airing, will be on Disney Plus and not on BBC America. BBC America wasn't mentioned at all.
0: Yeah, and and uh, there there have been some other promotional stuff put out where Shruti Gatwa is like answering questions about what is Doctor Who like, kind of mm-hmm. priming the pump for the a larger fan base, right? Yeah. Um, that Disney Plus could could potentially open up. And it just goes back, like we've seen we've seen these slight movements, right? Like, even with the casting of Shrutigatwa, um, the casting of some of the companions, it definitely seems like they are making these moves, trying to set Doctor Who up for like the the third wave of Doctor Who, right? Like you had the original wave, you had the new Who wave. And now it's like okay this is now the third wave of doctor who that we're getting ready to get swept up in
1: um it seems like all
0: the pieces uh, yeah right it seems like all those set pieces are getting put in place
1: yeah it seems like it can be you know controversial as far as like disney's involvement like we've already seen it just in our facebook group people talking back and forth and like some people are excited about the idea that disney is now involved some people are not excited about the fact that disney's involved (laughs) Uh, I think we had one, one of the people in our group say, oh, this is the beginning of the end for Doctor yeah. Who, you know, now yeah. that Disney's involved. I tend to be, you know, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, more Disney positive. I'm a Disney fan. I grew up, you know, big into the Disney movies as a kid and kind of it never went away for me. And I love going to the parks. And yeah. so I'm a bit of a Disney apologist, you could probably say. So I <laughs> t- tend to root for their success or kind of, you know, not I kind of be excited if they're involved in stuff that I like uh so i you know i was kind of like oh that's kind of cool it's on disney plus but it to me it seemed like it was more like a place for them to air it and not necessarily that yeah. disney was taking over doctor Who. um so what did you think about that like did you think that that was the case or were you kind of thinking oh this is going to be disneyfied doctor Who?
0: i i purely read it as more of a <laughs> streaming opportunity now, does that mean that things don't evolve down the road? Um, I, I I don't know. Again, like the show just transitioned to Bad Wolf for production, so it's like to have like Bad Wolf, the Sony involvement there, and then all of a sudden like this immediate like transition now to like a Disney Disney angle. I don't know how all that works, but it just seems like it'd be sudden and somewhat odd to have that production stuff like change hands so quickly
1: um that said, i longer like a longer transition if i think initially like you said it's an opportunity for disney it's a yeah. big you know doctor who is huge it's we were we right. talked about this in the last episode it's not at the level of star wars and marvel but it's a big franchise it has a lot of history a big fan yeah. base oh of course disney's gonna want to take advantage of that and say hey yeah, yeah. put it in our put it in our stable we'll take care of it and it's going to bring it to a much bigger audience probably than previously it's been able yeah. to and yeah. if disney disney might pump a little bit of money into it to help them out because they want it to be successful yeah. now the creative side of it how involved will disney be in that i tend to think not a lot at least at the beginning um and they'll kind of try to feel it out and see how it goes probably for a couple of years and then if it if it goes gangbusters and they say hey let's make a movie let's make a right. you know spin-off show like there's a lot more potential and with somebody like disney in your in your court you have a lot more money to kind of make that kind of stuff happen so it could be there's so many dreads yeah Yeah. there's so many threads to this because it's
0: like you had russell t davies making the mention of like he tried to do the mcu but far earlier than what disney did to the mcu and it's like well if that desire is still there to create that expanded universe, what better platform, at least, <laughs> that is already very strongly associated with the MCU? What better platform to actually be on? I mean, can you imagine the Doctor Who logo next to yeah,
1: Disney, Pixar,
0: yeah. Marvel, Star Wars, Doctor Who?
1: Like, yeah, I guarantee you. It'll be one of the things, one of the tiles yeah. at the top that you're swiping through. Yeah. This is what you want to watch. One will say Doctor Who, which is cool. Like, you know, they did it with when they brought Hamilton, you know, they said, oh, let's, yeah. let's bring Hamilton live, you know, to that was cool to see as a Hamilton fan. So it's a good platform for any show to be a part of. Now there's Disney haters out there. They're going to say, well, it's a sellout and it's going to water it down. And there, you know, there's there is definitely potential that the Disney involvement can hurt, hurt it. And yeah. there are going to be some people that just the name Disney alone is going to turn them off to, you know, to the future installments, but I tend to see it as a positive overall. I I would be interested to hear from the
0: Simpsons fans out there. How has Disney's involvement with the Simpsons, that is another very lengthy series. How has Disney's direct involvement with the Simpsons with the acquisition of Fox, has that been bad? Has it made no changes whatsoever? Because that's another very strong property that has a very passionate fan base and it's very known
1: for certain things what's happening yeah, even it. you know i'll throw in the the star wars side of things like i'm a huge yeah. star wars fan and have been for a long time and star wars was bought by disney yeah. and there's people that say that was a bad thing for star wars it hurt star wars the sequel trilogy stinks <laughs> you know like that kind of thing but in my mind it kept star wars alive Because Star Wars was already kind of languishing, you know, it was its own little thing. It wasn't really in the mainstream media anymore. Um, But when Disney bought it, new new trilogy came out. And now we have TV shows that, you know, most people would say the sequels, well, I'd say the sequels are very contentious. Some people like them, some people don't. But Andor, The Mandalorian, Kenobi, we wouldn't have any of that yeah I mean, tales of the jedi are coming out you yeah. have the the so, spin-off uh yeah so yes can disney have a negative effect sure but is it going to extend the life of and bring doctor who to yeah. a lot more people absolutely yeah. so as the disney apologist i will say i think it's a good thing that they're even any any involved in this and i don't know how creatively they'll be involved but yeah. just having their name associated to it i think will be a good thing
0: I'm not a Disney apologist, but I, th- I think I, I can say this: I don't think Disney's involvement necessarily spells certain ruin, right? Like, could there could there be negatives? Sure, there can be always negatives. There could be oh, there, there could be negatives by just leaving it in BBC's hands, right? Um, but I think the potential um, could outweigh the risk of any negatives, right? Like if we get if we get two bad seasons of Doctor Who, but we get things on the quality of Andor, Kenobi, (laughs) like things of that quality, if we get animated stuff, like I think that potential is, it's such a great opportunity, right? I'm not just gonna immediately shut down the idea of Disney's involvement.
1: And we were already talking about how, you know, the ratings for Doctor Who haven't been great. You know, there's definitely been rumors you know yeah. that Doctor Who's going to be ending soon, and so as much as we love Doctor Who and want to see it go on forever, if a show's not successful, at some point it can end, and it happened yeah. to Doctor Who fans in the '80s. You know their show right. ended, and it didn't come back for quite a while. So there's always that potential. So I think having the bigger audience with Disney is just going—it's yeah. just going to extend the life of the show, and and I think that that is a good thing. Yep. For us fans, we might get some bad seasons. Maybe we'll get some bad doctors we don't like or whatever over time. But in the end, the show still goes on, and that's what I want to see. I don't need. I don't necessarily yep. want to see it go away for five, ten years, and have to be re- yep. rebooted again when I'm, you know, in in my seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So. Agreed. Well, we talked about that way more than I thought we would, but you know, uh, as always. So, so yeah, we have the finale the the uh, yes. power of the doctor what we've been waiting for Jody Whitaker's finale we get a re- regeneration we get answers to some of the questions that we had yeah. some things yeah. were just left completely yeah. unanswered um so yeah I just, I've only seen it once I don't know I think you've probably only seen it once as well yes So you probably watched it on a computer screen in your hotel room, I'm guessing. I've watched it on my phone. On your phone. So even better. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably phone with headphones. You probably couldn't tell how bad the CGI was on your on your phone. um, (laughs) on some of this that was incredible. (laughs) That train looks so real. Oh wow. Yeah. So we've we're kind of this is gonna be like off the cuff kind of reactionary, more so than a deep dive into all the minutiae. And maybe we'll do another episode to kind of, you know, think about it more, but we'll see how this one goes. But um, yeah, let's just jump into it. So sounds good. So we did have the train scene uh, that we had seen in the trailer that kind of kicks everything off. And we had kind of been talking about the doctor and companions and how involved, you know, are they going to bring back old companions, Dan, Yaz, how are they going to, you know, the whole thing with the doctor and Yaz. So how's this stuff going to all work out? The one element to that is Dan, yeah. and um, I would say we didn't get a lot of Dan. Dan was definitely not a important part of this episode. Kind of, it's kind of sad, I guess, for the character because he he was very much sidelined. But at the same time, he was such a small part of Doctor Who, anyways. Like, yeah, kind of feel like he just showed up anyway. So maybe he didn't deserve all that screen time, and they focus more on the Doctor and Yaz, and even though previous companions you know the the ones they brought back from the old times uh from the classic series got more time than dan so yeah were you disappointed i know you're, you're a bit of a dan fan aren't you i i did enjoy dan when he showed
0: up i enjoyed the banter i enjoyed just like his awe and wonder that he would often respond to things with um it did seem it did seem abrupt though right um, so he leaves because he's put into like this perilous situation, right? He he recognizes that he is facing death at any any moment, and he is one missed g- leg grab away from floating off into space without without any help. Um but the following scene, it's like I'm done. I'm going walking out. away. Yeah. And it Dangerous. it seems it seems very abrupt. On the other hand, it's like you can totally understand, but you would expect to see like a longer thread that leads to that, right? Like, if we would have seen this develop over the course of like two or three episodes, yeah, it would have been like, okay, I understand where this came from. Um, And there's always those unspoken things that happen in Doctor Who, right? Like, between episodes, they still go on adventures, they still do stuff, um, but it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. How many times has Dan been faced with death and like, brushes right. it off like it's no big deal um but this moment really got to him so i wasn't necessarily like totally upset that he doesn't show up in more parts of the episode um but it did it did seem like a very abrupt stop to his journey as a character and then he's just gone
1: i think it kind of worked honestly yeah you know, I think the show had, I mean, it was like two hours, you know, almost, I don't know how, what it was without commercials and stuff, but you know, it was basically a two hour episode and they had a lot to cover. They had, you know, the the old companions they have, you know, we'll talk about some of the other kind of surprise stuff they dropped in on us. Um, You got a whole regeneration, you got to figure out what, so it's kind (laughs) of like, what, what fat can we cut? And it already felt like they had too much to do. So the fact that they didn't you know, kind of try to force something with Dan or try to make yeah. him more important than he really was. There was not even a scene with him kind of meeting that girl, you know, kind of going off into the sunset with the girl or anything like that. Yeah. They had kind yep. of set up this relationship with him and that girl. Right. She never even showed up, you know, right. yep. I think yep. she was on our bingo, <laughs> you know, or not. But yeah, she didn't show up. So um yeah, I thought it kind of made sense. And you know, they they definitely didn't lead up to it in previous episodes, but He did look at the helmet, you know, after he got shot in the face and there's literally like a hole in the, in the helmet where he probably should be dead and he should have floated off into oblivion. And he's just kind of like, wow, how many more times am I going to be able to survive these crazy things? Like it's time to, to like hang up, hang it up. So yeah. I will give it to you that like, once he was gone, I really didn't give a second thought.
0: Like, it's like, okay, that's abrupt, but there's so much else that happens throughout the episode Mm -hmm. it it was it was a very fast-paced episode in my opinion like there was not much time until you get towards the end where it was like a slower reflective points in time so yeah it seemed abrupt to me i understand how it works because there is a lot happening in the episode and i really (laughs) didn't give Dana a second thought once once he was out of the way but the fact that they drop him off where they picked him up and it's like He doesn't have a house anymore. Like, after all (laughs) this time, it's like he still doesn't have a house. So he's crashing on his parents' couch.
1: Yeah. 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 That was actually pretty funny. Uh, So we got Cybermen, Daleks. I don't know. You can't do a doctor special without them. I don't know. It just feels like they constantly bring these, these, uh, the same ones back, which I guess is fine. It's like part of tradition, right? You have these big episodes, you want to include the Daleks, Cybermen. The Dalek or the Cybermen were. You know, a kind of a carryover from what happened with the Master. So you have the Time Lord Cyberman, which I really didn't like. I thought it was kind of dumb. So the fact Cybermasters, that, yeah, the fact that they brought them back, I was like, eh. But I will say it was worth it to get the dumb Cyberman back to have the Master be a major part of the episode because I thought the Master in this episode, I don't know, could have been my favorite thing about this episode. I just love this version of the Master. And they did some surprising stuff that they did a good job of hiding that, you know, not everything was spoiled. I was kind of shocked by some of the places they went with the master and the force regeneration and all of that. So it was almost like the Cybermen and the Daleks didn't really matter. They're there kind of, a piece, but we can kind of push them off the chessboard because really the thing that matters was, was the master as the villain in this one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the Cybermasters, the, and, and they bring up a question as far as like Cybermen physiology, like how do they, like, so they're reliant on the organic material, like they're not, anyways, the organic material re- regenerates and then they're all better at that point. So I guess the, the cyber part isn't really.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to but... make it a point not to question any of that stuff. Because, <laughs> there was a lot of the kind of things like, wait, how did that, oh, yeah. how does that, but it's like, yeah, let's just shove that stuff aside. Let's just focus on the, the again, because, because
0: the episode moves so fast. It's like, it's only when you stop and have that reflection mm-hmm. that it's like, wait, wait a minute. Like, I feel like you're playing the shell game, right? Like yes, <laughs> it's moving yes. so fast that it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on the one thing, but yes, the master, the master is this version of the master is just incredible um just the the highs and the lows and even when he just plays the stoic rescue, right yes like he is he is utterly disturbing at times um in in all the right ways right like he he is he is the opposite of jody whitaker um in so many different ways so yes.
1: such a is, such a s which is part of why he works so well yeah. With this specific doctor. And I think so. I'll make a prediction. I think we will see him again. Really? I don't think this is just Jody Whitaker's master that she faces. I think we will see this version of the master face off against shooty Shoutigawa. He's too good. Interesting. He's too yeah. good to not bring back. I think he loves being part of the show. When you see him yeah. being interviewed, he is all about it. He loves it. He's super popular. I just, I don't see them shoving him aside. I think he's, I think we see him again. He's going to carry over. This
0: might, this, this is a discussion
1: for a totally different time. Do you think that
0: cheapens his performance as a master separate Jody or opposite Jody Whitaker to bring him back again for another doctor? But discussion for another time, I guess. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah. We can talk about, we can talk about it more um, at some point. But I did so. One of the things I noticed about him, because you kind of see three different versions of the master, right? You see him as Rasputin, yeah. See him as kind of the master with his kind of more floppy-ish hair, yeah. Then you see him as the doctor, you know, when he forces the regeneration, and he's got like a fresh haircut, kind of short hair, and it's almost like we get three versions of the same character with three very different looks, and it all felt very intentional. I was I was eating it up. I just. I want to, I want to just
0: call you out for the fact that when we were going through the YouTube video, our last, our YouTube uh, teaser, last review, we pointed out two separate hairstyles, right? It yes. was later that you text me and you are like, third hairstyle, third iteration of the master. And it's like, you spotted that right from the beginning. And as I'm watching the, the, the show, as I'm watching the finale, it's like, dang, three different versions of the master. Like Aaron picked it out. He called it out. There are three totally different versions of the doctor or of the master in this episode. But yeah, it, which also speaks to how he's playing the master, right? Like to be able to transition in the same episode to three totally different characters,
1: that's just, that's incredible. I, he he had does such a good job. So much. Like even when he first turned into the doctor, you're kind of like, oh, maybe. Maybe he's gonna be like a good version of the master. Oh, like yep. he kind of starts to act like he's gonna be, and then he snaps on Yaz and yells in her face. Yeah. And like, oh, never mind. Like he just he goes in and out. It's like he's yeah. bipolar or whatever, you know, multiple dis- personality disorder, or whatever you want to call it. But he's he's just so fun to watch. You yeah. Know, he, yeah.
0: And I think I think in that moment when he becomes the doctor, it is like there was there was something on how he portrayed it like there's this like intense jealousy for the doctor but yet like this desire to just not kill the doctor but to ruin ruin the doctor's reputation i think that's what stuck out to me so much is like we've seen the master try to destroy the doctor before we've seen the master try to kill the doctor like that's kind of old hat but to see the master like actively trying to destroy the doctor's reputation like to to just make the doctor the villain that that just like that took the the madness of the master in my mind to a totally different level like there was something about that that just stuck out to me in this episode
1: and the master has always been obsessed with you know immortality and be able to live forever kind of thing like we've seen even in the classic series like i'm not super versed on the classic series but i know there's been times where he kind of cheats death and 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 this is just another situation where he's basically saying, if I can basically force the doctor to regenerate into me, then I will now be the doctor and I will have because he knows the, the timeless child and all that yeah. stuff. And that. Basically, the doctor is the prime, almost like the prime, the original yeah, yep. time lord yeah. and all the other time lords kind of have this regeneration limit, but the doctor doesn't. And so he's like, if I can become the doctor, I'm basically gonna become the most powerful time lord and I can live forever you
0: know?
1: Um, and, and he's always kind of been jealous of the doctor in a way or wants to be the doctor. So, I mean, he's, this is the fulfillment of all of his dreams and hopes and what he could become. Um, yeah. And and it was not not expected, you know, I knew the master was going to be in this episode, but did I ever expect that they were going to do some sort of a forced regeneration where we see the doctor literally regenerate into the master? Like, I, that's not even that wasn't even anywhere on my checklist of things that I wanted to see, but it ended up being one of the kind of coolest aspects of this episode.
0: Yeah. I just the entire time I was somewhat flabbergasted. I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm here for it. Like I I I don't know how this works and what this means for the future. And like have they in that moment it was like have they pulled the wool over our eyes this entire time? Like is this Whitaker's regeneration and does the master then regenerate into what comes next is he the uh, answer for like where the show goes from this point forward um that doesn't end up
1: being that would have been true but mind-blowing if they had oh, yeah. kind of gone that direction with it and honestly i wasn't even it would have been too mind-blowing that i didn't even consider that when he i was freaking out when she regenerated into him i was like okay they're gonna figure out a way to reverse this like I was never even thinking that they would, that would be it for her. Like you can't have that be her final scene. Like she's got to have something more triumphant. So I was, I was ready for like the evil doctor arc,
0: like the, the next regeneration and we'll get there. But tenant, like I was Mm. waiting for the evil tenant, like Dr. Arc. Like I was waiting for it to start to (laughs) go this crazy direction. Cause I I just, I just didn't know how the heck this could work out, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Anything else on the Master? I mean, I guess we can kind of sprinkle stuff in later, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, the the shrinking of the seismologists, like, the capturing of who I thought was another timeless child, and it just ends up being some crazy space entity. Some entity Um, they
1: needed to use the power to kill the Doctor.
0: Yeah, like, the... Yeah, the Rasputin. Like, that. that is just going to be, like, the iconic look in my mind for the, like, a great Master callback to history. The master showing up as Resputin was
1: just solid. Right. But and actually showing the czar and you know yeah. him telling them to go off to vacation. And oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep. oh yeah, I know the story. Um yep. yeah. So we also oh the, I guess the one last thing about the master, like I guess the master had his own uh TARDIS or his version of the TARDIS. But And that was where I started to get confused. And like I said, I don't want to get caught up in the minutia of like what works or what doesn't or what questions it brings up. But there was definitely a, oh, yeah, this is his version. So I guess he- Newer, more powerful version. Some version of him did last longer and had a TARDIS for a while, enough to hardwire it into a planet. I don't know. Like I said, it starts to get too detailed where I'm like, okay, I need to rewatch this episode to really fully understand all of that. But he did have his own TARDIS. And I guess change the nameplate on the front or the telephone to just say, ha, 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 ha. Um, I mean, that explains what we saw in the teaser. We thought it might be a vision that the doctor was having. Uh, That's what we were speculating. But no, that's just, I guess, his style of TARDIS.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Joker, ha, 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 all
1: over the front of it. But yeah. So companions, we did get the, the classic companions, Tegan, Ace um i had a little bit of concern like eh, bringing them in and like i don't really these are characters i don't care about necessarily are they going to take up time i will give it to them didn't bother me i actually enjoyed them i thought they both <laughs> did a good job like i thought they didn't it didn't feel like oh these are actors who haven't acted in a while and it's kind of yeah. goofy. like they've they've kind of fit right in um they both had you know i liked how the, their characters shown through like ace was very Ace-like based on what I had seen of Ace in previous yeah. stuff. I haven't watched all her stuff, but I have seen some. Tegan, I had never seen as a companion before, but you it's almost like you didn't need to see right her stuff to know. She had a chip on her shoulder. She had yeah. beef with the doctor. <laughs> yep. You know, it was like, yeah. So I thought they used them well. And the more I thought about it too, it's like, this is supposed to be a centenary, you know, special or something yeah. kind of celebrating more than just, one doctor's time so the fact that they brought these older companions back kind of made more sense the more i thought about it
0: yeah and i think like you said they used them well right like ultimately again like so many different aspects of this this episode like the details like what actions they took and like how they were involved with moving things forward to me it it makes uh it's of less value than or lesser value than like the role they played. I think they set the set things up for Yaz in the doctor very well. Because very early on, Yaz is introduced with two companions who've been left behind, haven't seen the doctor in years. And the fact that they call out Yaz and they say, we were you 20, 30 years ago or however long they said, like that is for nothing else, like that is their role to show Yaz that like the doctor leaves you. <laughs> that's
1: just what happens. Um it's I mean they do sad. other
0: things but that's yeah. what it is.
1: It's almost sad too because the re- the reality was setting in I think with Yaz. Yeah. where it's almost like ooh I'm not that special. Like Yeah. I feel like I'm special and I have a special relationship with the doctor but so do all these other people. I'm just one more just add me to the list. You know and I think right. it was kind of starting to dawn on her which We'll talk about the regeneration in a little bit, but I think it kind of helped maybe her acceptance of the doctor leaving because she was kind of coming to the realization that, yeah, even if I do have feelings for the doctor, it's not gonna be what I want it to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. I think in that moment, it starts to move, yes, that direction, right? It starts to create, maybe not a healthy disconnect, but it starts to create a distance. Um, and you can you can see it in that scene, and the fact that it, and maybe this is me just reading too much into it, but the fact that it's not like two or three male companions that are saying this, but right. that it's very two strong female companions that are like, it doesn't matter. Like we haven't heard from the doctor in so long to Yaz, who's another strong female companion. I think that in and of itself
1: speaks volumes. Right. Yeah. Um the big surprise for me in this episode was the doctor kind of in that in between, you know, she's yeah. regenerating, but she's still not quite over the edge and they have a, you know, a visualization of what that looks like. And the doctor previous versions of the doctors are there yeah. kind of talking to her, you know, kind of giving her a pep talk, like, Hey, you're not done yet. You know, and I, it, it was so unexpected. Yeah. And you first, you get, You know the first doctor you get that initially and you're like okay we've seen him a couple times recently not a huge deal that he popped up and i was like oh that's great but then suddenly faces start switching we get these other actors and i'm like oh my gosh like sylvester mccoy like what like what's happening yeah you know paul McGann. yeah i was suddenly so excited to see these faces that i was not expecting to see and The fact that they found a way to bring them in to this special and have it still make sense yeah Um, yeah. and the fact that they look way older didn't bother me who cares they don't look the same anymore it's just the way it is but they didn't get you know they they weren't necessarily part of the 50th anniversary they didn't get to do kind of what you know tom baker got to do and so to be able to give these guys the opportunity and it's like all the, the previous like what was it five six seven eight right yeah of the doctor so it's it's the last you know ones before the new series so and paul McCann, like you know you know my thoughts on that like how wasted he was with just the one special so to just see him in the back and forth between him and like the doctor talking to you know the fact he doesn't wear robes and (laughs) just the whole scene i was literally like clapping because i was so excited what they did there
0: yeah. I mean, it, it was
1: fantastic. Right. And
0: yes, they're older, like you mentioned, but they're still recognizable. And that's like the minute they show up on screen, it's like, I know exactly who they are and what they're doing. And it was, it was so special um, to have, to have these doctors that like you mentioned, haven't been in other things here recently. Um, and then to have the older companions and like, it seemed like it was paying a very uh gracious homage to to those who have come before um it wasn't overly flashy it wasn't like it wasn't the Tardis flying around and like all these faces showing up on yeah. on screens it was just like a very very calm very grace- gracious and it gave them to time my
1: it yeah. gave them time to play the character and it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't just a, like you said, we've seen their faces flash up before. or We've seen, you know, the scene where all the TARDIS has come together. Like we've seen that, but to actually give them lines and give them moments, yeah. and funny things to say, meaningful conversation with their previous companions. Like we got to see that now in a different way, you know, the doctor had this thing that she had prepared, you yeah. know, where if she ever died or like whatever, she could leave this for yes. But that, program was smart enough to change its faces and stuff. So it was kind of a clever way to give them the opportunity to talk to their previous companions. So you got, you know, Ace and Tegan both got to see the doctor again, quote unquote, yeah. essentially see the doctor again and kind of get a little bit more closure. Yep. Um, which was probably really cool for those actors too. You know, yeah. Oh, to
0: to absolutely. Yeah. That's to have so much time go by and then to revisit your character that you played how many years ago face to face like one last time um yeah that's special it it was again as, as you mentioned like it's not so much like the frantic pace of moving through the episode it's not like all the action that takes place it's these different moments these different set pieces that really makes the episode stand out in my mind um and also makes it it super special
1: yeah, when they when they did this whole scene with the, the old doctors, that won me over. It wouldn't have mattered. The rest of the episode before and after <laughs> could have been horrible, but that scene, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm I'm on board. This is cool. I'm I'm glad they they did it this way. Um. Other oh, oh yeah, so we also got Joe Martin. So we did get yeah. the opportunity to see her, the Fugitive Doctor. Now, debatable because I think we had a. Uh, not a bet but we kind of talked about what, how long until we see her again I think you and I did I forget what we guessed but I think you had guessed sooner rather than later
0: yeah I said sooner um, rather than later
1: yeah I thought maybe they'd give it some time but this is a version of her it wasn't actually her <laughs> it's just that program presenting right. as her but we yeah. did get to see the fugitive doctor again which I thought was nice because you know that's a character that was important for Jodie Whittaker's run in another version of the doctor that was important so i'm glad that we got to see a little bit with her too
0: yeah and every i mean she owns whatever scene she shows up in like really she does there's there's such like gravitas that she, as she walks in and yes it's a it's a projection it's not real we know that as the audience but she commands the whole scene at that moment it's like when she walks in the room nothing can touch her quite literally in the scene nothing can touch her
1: um, cuz i don't remember really what there. i'm trying to remember now the context of when she returned and what she talked about or what why she was there at the time she was there i can't remember i'll have to, no, to watch the episode it, but i just it, remember she, she was there
0: yeah like she walks in and it's like all the dogs or cybermen surround her and shoot at her and it's like literally goes through her and all the dogs fall decoy. down she they kind yeah. of yeah okay and then she like gives a wink and then she like just fades out <laughs> and it's like
1: she's a yeah. boss she knows no, that, she knows what's was, up that was very cool um so let's talk a little bit about Yaz because yeah. we did we kind of talked about it before um but you know as we're leading up to regeneration and Yaz is essentially so the doctor ends up dying you know we yeah. think we think the doctor's, you know, she's facing off against the master. She's kind of got him beat. Um, and then the master kind of at the last second, you know, he's able to control that entity. Well, once again, don't get into minutia. There's a lot of things you could question, but there's this entity and he has a controller that can make it shoot a laser in a certain direction and um, <laughs> it kills her. So right. um, yep. a big blast, you know, it makes sense that it killed her, but yeah. Yeah, so she kind of just like typical when you kill the doctor, at least for the most part in the modern series, they have a little bit of time that they can survive whatever, so they can kind of have some last goodbyes. So, um, the yeah Yaz carries the doctor, goes out, gets her, carries her back into the TARDIS. You think that was? You think that was really? Um, do you think she was really carrying Jodie Whittaker there, or was that like stunt doubles, or that she? I, I don't know. It seems like a.
0: Like, yeah my like thought
1: anything.
0: was was that's impressive and yeah that would be it would be harder to it, it seems like it would be harder to walk than what yaz was having a she's time walking walking very
1: she's very yeah strong. yeah yeah
0: so i don't know maybe maybe i'm i'm uh doubting yaz's strength maybe she's massively strong um, <laughs> but yeah that that scene was like wait a second she just like scooped her up very exactly. easily and was like yeah. walking back in
1: but I guess it's better than her dragging her body across the ground. Right, exactly. Like, fireman carry
0: Whitaker over her shoulder.
1: Um, But she get she brings her back in, into the TARDIS, and then I'm trying to remember all the details of kind of how it all went down, because were there more people, weren't there more people in there when when she first brought her in? And then they all kind of were like, all right, you got this, Yaz, we're leaving. Yeah, like, the the
0: doctor's there, they're like, is she okay? And Yaz is like, she's fine. Like, another i don't know probably uh denial of that yeah. what actually happened and then yaz drops everybody off where they're supposed to go which it sounds like she dropped them off all in the same place not too far away from where they need to be but yaz is playing the tardis um and right. then then the doctor wakes up
1: um, right and so we get the beginning of the regeneration there at that point and then yaz is like Hey, look at your hands or whatever, like yeah, you know this is happening kind of thing, um, and the doctor does have that reaction. You know, you get kind of the the different doctors' reactions and their different like kind of iconic lines right. When they're about to regenerate. And we do get a couple lines from Jodie Whittaker where she says, "I think I need more time." I think is what kind of stood out to me. Yeah, um, and she was kind of like, "Oh, this can't be happening. I need more time." But
0: that it, even even the and i've been so leading up to this episode it was mentioned that like the the dialogue that whitaker was gonna have at the end was just heart-wrenching right um there was an article that mentioned that that the special dialogue that was written and i've been going back and forth in my mind like what what dialogue was that that like stands out to me and i think i think the part that stands out to me the most is where she's like I've loved being me and I've loved being with you. Yeah. And it's like, I think that might be, again, the, 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 I need more time. Like that is, that's that short statement that is going to be her generation. But I think that like the closest we'll ever get to any type of admission of I don't know connectedness right for this doctor that always seemed to try to create that distance is that i love being me and i love being with you
1: um, yeah and she does say i think the iconic line maybe will be kind of whoever doctor whoever you are like tag you're it kind of thing yeah i think that's probably what they wanted to resonate you know kind of be like okay that's what people remember is her last words essentially like David Tennant's like, I don't want to go kind of thing. She has a much more positive outlook on regeneration, I think, which was interesting to see. She didn't seem to be struggling, you know, the different doctors we have, they're they're essentially dying and kind of so they're like in pain or struggling and they're trying to, you know, Capaldi's kind of getting out his little, his little speech, you know, as he's suffering essentially. Um, But she had a very peaceful sitting next to her best friend eating ice cream Um you know, saying a couple lines and then just being like willingly going on to the next phase, which was, yeah, I like that. It was unique to her. It was kind of a cool way to send her off and she always kind of had a very positive outlook as the doctor, yeah. maybe more so than previous doctors. So yeah. I felt like maybe the dialogue wasn't like as epic as we've gotten from previous doctors. And you could even say previous doctors overdid the dialogue. I think Capaldi's regeneration, they kind of overdid the dialogue. Yeah. Uh But I thought for her character, for the actor, for her relationship with Yaz, I thought they kind of, they just did it perfectly.
0: Yeah. I think, I think my thing is, I was expecting like a very solid, um, maybe not a dialogue, but a monologue, like for the doctor yeah. to say. I know you like your monologue. I know you were holding right now. This
1: is going to be her, I, I her know, right?
0: monologue. But I think what we get is the dialogue that she's referring to is reading back through it. It's like okay, she does have these moments with Yaz. Then she she tells the TARDIS, "Look after the next one," and then you go on to going to take one uh, going to take in one last sunrise, and then you have what she says at the final of, "Oh, the blossoming is blossom."
1: <laughs> that would be the, the weirdest sad thing. thing. Yeah,
0: I know. But then the tag tag you're in, like just that string of mm-hmm. goodbyes um maybe that's the dialogue they're referring to and looking at them i guess so quickly as opposed to being caught up in the moment it's like okay that is a good that is a good sentimental goodbye um on yeah the long
1: i way. liked it but, i I, was, I i thought they did it really well i liked the location of it you know where she's sitting on the cliff you know apparently that's an iconic location i wasn't aware of that, but You know, she's sitting there on that arch in the water and the TARDIS, you know, they're sitting on top of the TARDIS in the sunset or rise. I think it was sunset ice cream, yeah. You know, in the in the foreground. And I just and then even her regeneration, you kind of they get the far back shot, she's got her arms spread out, and you see all the energy shooting out as the sun's setting. Like I mean, I don't know that they've done a more beautiful oh yeah, better looking regeneration than they did with this doctor. Um so yeah, I was very satisfied with kind of where they went with it and how they handled hers. Yeah, um, absolutely. They did yeah. They did
0: a solid job. That's, it's not a, yeah, it was It was very,
1: now, very well. Now Yaz, you know, we kind of were wondering how things were going to end with her, right? Super tragic. Yeah. We thought, I think I expected it to be more tra- tragic than it ended up being. I think that it seemed like Yaz got to a point of acceptance by the end. And so it wasn't right. as heart-wrenching. Where they're pulled apart. It was kind of like, okay, this is happening. I'm gonna move on. And you could even see it on Yaz's face as the doctor was giving her final lines and saying, you know, I love being with you. I love being me. Like, I think Yaz wanted a little bit more, maybe something else for her to say, like maybe just her straight up saying, I love you or something. Uh, but I think Yaz kind of got to a point where she what she was hoping for wasn't gonna happen and kind of got to that acceptance, but you could see. The sadness in her face and almost like as the doctor's kind of given her final lines you see this look on Yaz's face almost like she's like like expecting a little more what else are you going to say what else you know yeah is There anything else you want to say to me you know right. but ultimately um there's probably some disappointment there but but also acceptance and I think I thought they handled that well too they could have gone you know oh. super romantic with it or they could have gone kind of like they've done with like Tenant. You know, different times with tenant or the tenant and Rose kind of got really emotional, and you know, I'm glad they didn't do that with with these two. It was much more simple, and I don't know, it just felt like the right way to handle it. Yeah, I the doctor that has always
0: kept like very personable, hey, fam, like the very very group oriented, right? Like, mm. but has kept individuals somewhat. At a distance she was true to form to the very end and i yes. think i think that expectation that you saw in Yaz, i think i had the same like expectation like i i was like okay where is this going like what else is going to be said and but i think you're absolutely right i think Yaz by this point in time is not at peace but has come to accept like this is not going anywhere like this is this is what it is um she's the doctor like it can't be anything more than that that is who she is and that's what she's going to stay
1: um, and she's not sticking around for the next iteration she's kind of like no all right, see you later and even the doctor says i think i need to do this next part on my own or by myself oh, or. like she kind of sent her away
0: hard? like all right yeah like, and, over. and like it's for me that's heart-wrenching but as we've mentioned, that's who this doctor is, right? Like there is there is a limit to Whitaker's doctor's like inclusion. It yeah. comes to a point and she's just like, hey, at the end of the day, I stand above everybody else. At the end of the day, there's things that only I can do or things that I need to do alone. And that was one of those things.
1: Yeah. There's a couple more key things uh we got the companion you know support group yeah support group uh which which was also a surprise now i will admit i recognized a couple of them because i had seen them like in other stuff i think when they had done these trailers for like some of the 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 box sets or whatever they had kind of brought back some of these companions um uh i'm not super familiar with the companions they showed other than you know the big the big surprise for me was seeing Ian Chesterton. I know, right? That was one where you and I had kind of gone through all the, you know, first doctor as much as we could find. And we, we did yeah. a bunch of reviews about Ian Chesterton. And, and so that was kind of exciting for me because I had spent a lot of time watching him and seeing that actor and recognizing his face, even though he's so much older, yeah. you still could recognize Ian in there. And so, yeah. I was oh, wow, I did not expect to see Ian in this episode. So that was super cool. But a couple of the other ones, I was like, eh, I'm not really sure who they are or which doctor they were with. I went and looked it up later, but they didn't have as much of an impact.
0: Yeah, I knew that they were important. I knew that it was special. But again, like you said, Ian is the one that stuck out to me because we know Ian. So I'm sure other fans who are more familiar with Classic Who, that moment was huge for them, right? Like the same way that Ian was huge for us, I'm sure as it panned around the room and you saw everybody. It was just filled with with huge moments for everybody, um, but yeah. Again, I think that's so special. Like so often, the doctor is the one that gets highlighted. They're the ones that get brought back. To have companions brought back, I just thought it was a really special move. Um, props to Chibnall for, for yeah. making that decision. He
1: did a good job with. I think he did a good job of balancing like the nostalgia with the story that yeah. needed to be told for for this specific doctor, yeah. um, Graham. We did get to see him, which I like that they didn't just bring him back for the, you know, companion support group. Like he got to do a little bit more. He got to hang out with Ace a little bit and kind of go up against the Daleks. And it was cool to see that Graham's still, you know, involving himself. Like he's like, well, there's something going on. So I need to help figure it out, even though he's not with the doctor. I think he was probably my favorite of the three Jody Whitaker companions. So I was glad to see him come back. And then a little disappointed ryan didn't get to come back i'm sure there's plenty of reasons he's filming something else right. or you know i don't think he has any kind of animosity toward the show but they probably just weren't able to get him but they did mention him well where's ryan he's in patagonia, patagonia.
0: patagonia. <laughs>
1: yeah <Okay>. so <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i was happy to see that we got to see at least graham yeah
0: that that too was one of those moments where it was like i have no idea how this works but hey it's graham like how is Graham in the heart of a volcano right now it's not like the <laughs> volcano volcano was in London or Sheffield or anything like that but hey we got we got to see Graham again so I'm I'm happy with it
1: yeah I guess some of the things they didn't touch on right like we had kind of predicted oh Vinder. I guess we didn't talk about Vinder, but he came back cool I was you know he's fine yeah. Didn't,
0: it's cool to see him back He really didn't fill much of a role other than the master didn't know who he was or that he existed so he was able to sneak up on him.
1: yeah yeah Vinder was there once again I think some of that's just like it's her final episode they're bringing in some of yeah. the key actors that got to be in it like when they brought in Joe Martin and they bring him in so I was fine that he showed up Yeah. Uh, Kate of course they brought her as well kind of in and you know you have the, the unit and all that stuff so you kind of have to have her around she didn't really play a huge part either maybe no. she did maybe i just need to rewatch it but it didn't feel like she played a big part not not in the overall story like in the action that was taking place
0: yeah but when it came to like the important parts not really
1: yeah um yeah so we got to see where was it going with that oh yeah the stuff they weren't covering so so we have the obvious she drops the locket down into the TARDIS, right? Yeah. And like, okay, there's all this information that's in there. She doesn't want to see it yet. Uh take, you know, keep this safe, she says to the TARDIS. And then we thought, okay, that's gotta play into. That's right. gotta come back, right? Nope. Yep. They didn't even mention it. Now they did have her look into the TARDIS at one point. Kind of. Yeah. Didn't she look down into the console yeah. at one point?
0: I also thought it was interesting because leading up to this episode in one of the trailers that they or teasers that they put on um Twitter, it like showed the moment of the dropping of the locket into the heart of the TARDIS. And it yeah. was just like, oh gang, like, dang, that was like be important. Yeah. Yeah, like that's actually coming back. Nope. Um, at least up to this point. Like at what point do we stop or yeah, at what point do we give up hope that it's ever going to be referenced again? Like, I'm still like, that's important. Like, it needs God to come up. back up. It but, has to, right? Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: and that could have sure.
1: been, maybe that's a uh, a Davies thing where he he said to Chibnall at one point, like, hey, since I'm taking over, can you do the scene with, a, like, a locket? Like, I, I'm going to do that later. <laughs> you know, like, kind of <laughs> pre writing stuff to fit in later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of surprising that it didn't even get referenced. The yeah. fact that time, you know, the whole idea of time being an entity in kind of the doctor at that scene where the doctor was talking to herself and time was manifesting yeah. as another version of the doctor and we're like, Oh, and then she said warning the doctor of like, you're, you know, your enemies are going to amass against you. And so you're kind of thinking, okay, that's got to come back. Right. Like they're, they're going to, the entity of time will show back up and right. have something to do with how she dies, but Nope, it was not. Once again, didn't even come up. So yeah, now was that stuff just all thrown away because Chibnall just, change his mind or whatever or maybe that they're going to come back to that stuff later but you think with changing over to another showrunner some of those threads might just get dropped oh yeah absolutely
0: i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it's done like i wouldn't be surprised if they served their purpose in that moment of like maybe the locket the 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 locket was like just a temptation to the doctor and the doctor overcame the temptation and now we just know that Hey, the past is the past, and we're not going to reference it anymore. Like maybe that, maybe that's all that was intended to serve. Time, maybe it was just to serve as a warning. You know, it's like done. Like we don't have to worry about that anymore. It just seems like there was so much more there. Um, I just feel like with the transition to the new showrunner, those threads are those threads are done. Like I don't, I don't see Davies. Maybe I don't, I don't see Davies being involved at that point just to have a, something in place to then reference once he's a showrunner um, yeah i think that was chibnall and now davies is a clean break
1: yeah we'll see i i hope i hope as a fan that they connected in somehow but yeah you're, you're right you know that the next showrunner is going to have he's going to have his own kind of ideas about what to do with the doctor and so we'll see I mean, maybe it plays into stuff that's going to happen with tenant you know tenants got his specials and yeah now this is something i didn't even think about but i saw other people speculating about the meaning behind it but when she regenerates into tenant and he pops out and he's like what you know what his clothes like he's not wearing her clothes right where previous doctors you regenerate you're still wearing the last doctor's clothes you got to find your new outfit he's already got his new outfit on what does that mean did it did he did she regenerated did she regenerate into those clothes or did we miss a scene where she went in and changed i don't know That i don't know if and maybe it doesn't matter maybe it's just like they wanted him to look cool and they thought he wasn't gonna look cool in her outfit so they just put him in a different outfit but you know is there any meaning behind the fact that the clothes for the first time that i can remember regenerated
0: oh dang yeah that's that's interesting no you you're right i'm trying to think of of uh, the master the master regenerated yeah regenerated into Whitaker's clothes and then he went in and changed and put on all the iconic pieces of everybody else yeah we didn't talk about Uh,
1: that but that was actually kind of cool it was number one it was cool to see him in her clothes it was kind of yeah funny outfit with uh, the earring nonetheless earring still on uh, did have a haircut uh, so So he's got the fresh haircut out of the regeneration, but, but yeah, then when he went and put on the new outfit, that was kind of a mishmash of all these previous doctors. Uh, I love that. I thought that was so funny. So so good.
0: But yeah, the, the regeneration of tenant into new clothes. That's interesting.
1: And it's not like it's his, it's not like it's his old clothes either. You know, it's not like, Oh, suddenly he's back in the pinstripe suit. Like it's a different, different outfit for sure. Similar. Like a similar yeah. look as to what you would think he would pick. Um, but definitely, definitely new clothes. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. We like can't. Oh, I mean, the man looks better now than he did 10 years ago. I don't know how. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Send us your tips. But um, yeah. So then I guess from there, it's just now we got tenant coming. Now they did drop some more information on us about what's coming up what most people had already been speculating you know yeah. leaks people kind of put two and two together um, i kind of wait till the official word comes down before i accept it but now it's official it will be three separate specials yeah. or three separate episodes they're calling it not even specials uh, right. three episodes with him who knows how long they'll be you know Um, but he is the he is the 14th doctor which is kind of a big deal, right? Like, this is something we've always speculated. I think I've said it on the podcast multiple times. I would love for them to bring back an old actor, have him regenerate into Paul McGann, have him regenerate into David Tennant. It was like on my wish list that I thought would never happen. Like, they're never going to do that. Yeah. Well, they've done it. Now that you, if you're going to pick any actor to come back into the role to excite the fan base, um, it's David Tennant, right? Like, hands down. Maybe Matt Smith could have a similar reaction, but I don't think he would do it. But David Tennant was the right pick. Bring yeah. him back. Get everybody excited about kind of a new era of Doctor Who and kick it off with the most popular Doctor of our era. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, right? Like, Eccleston was great.
0: Don't get me wrong. But excitement hit a different level with Tennant's Doctor. So, again, we talked about it with Disney Plus and all that other stuff. Like, it feels like things are getting ready to just ramp up. Like, the focus, the it, it, everything's getting ready to go to the next step. So to put Tennant as that, like, first Doctor of third wave Doctor Who, new era of Doctor Who, like, this is huge. Like, bad wolf Doctor Who. Like, this is, it, it seems massive. It really does.
1: Yeah. It, there will be people that gave up on Doctor Who a long time ago that will come back. Because oh, yeah this because of Tenet, oh, yeah. the doctor and then maybe they'll stick around you know they watch those three episodes like him he regenerates into shooty got and people are like okay i'll give it another shot you know and maybe they yeah. stick around it's yeah. only going to help things uh i'm excited to see what they do with tenant they did give us a little teaser trailer yeah. which was literally <laughs> 10 seconds right uh, so not a lot pretty much everything they showed us we've seen in either leaks or other stuff that they've released, but what we got we got to see David Tennant as a doctor in the trailer. We see that little alleyway with the lights. you yep. see Donna. No mm-hmm. context as to where she is or what's going on. Um, and then they give us they give us a scene with Shuti Gatwa, looks fresh regenerated, um, where he has a line. Yeah. He and says, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, what the what the hell is going on? Like he seems yeah. angry. He seems like he's got, you know, he's got, I don't know, I, I just seeing him say one line yeah. in his persona, in the way he said it, in the clothes, He's now he's still wearing David Tennant's clothes, so I don't know what his outfit's going to look like, but he looked cool in David Tennant's clothes. He's got yeah. the shirt, like, all unbuttoned, he's got this mustache, he just looks like, he just looked cool. Yeah. It got me excited for the new doctor, you know, we don't even get to see him for quite a while, but yeah, yeah I was just like, wow, I did not expect to see a 10 second teaser trailer that would actually show us the 15th doctor like in action that's just
0: that's just crazy to to like go from the 13th to the 15th because <laughs> 10 is the 14th but like we're we are literally talking about the 15th doctor right now who we already know who it is we've already had a line seen or seen a line of um yeah i that teaser was perfect in my opinion like it yeah. doesn't give too much it shows exactly what we already know but it also gives us that single line which already my mind is just speculating like okay who is who is this doctor like the way the line was delivered what he says what he looks like like what does this tell us about who he is absolutely nothing probably but probably. like it sets it sets my um anticipation
1: super high i think it could tell us a little bit about him persona wise He's obviously angry and confused in that scene. Yeah, right? yeah. Like uh, you get a lot out of one little line, and the way he's standing—I don't know. Just like maybe I'm getting my hopes up because I kind of want aggressive. I kind of want a more kind of put-together doctor, and some of it's not so kind of all over the place. I felt like Jodie Whittaker's run like she's very un she's very otherworldly right like she comes yeah. across like this alien um yeah which is fine the doctor should but i think it'd be really cool to have a doctor who's a little bit more like put together and just kind of like smartest man in the room kind of situation yeah. again you know where he's just coming in and doing his thing i don't know like maybe 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 that's not what they're going to do with shooty got but you know put a nice suit on the guy he looks good you know i don't want him to have some kind of goofy outfit i just right. i want him to look cool you know so, yeah. and he looked cool in David Tennant's clothes. Now we'll see what he, you know, what he ultimately has is his outfit, but he had a kind of gruff, you know, matter of fact persona in just that little line. Yeah. And he's kind of like, what the hell's going on? Almost like somebody walks into a room and there's chaos going on and they're like, what the hell's going yeah. on? Like, I'm here to fix this, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm probably reading way too into that one little, <laughs> one little scene, I but it got me excited. I don't know.
0: It would be interesting
1: because we haven't had we haven't had the put together
0: in control doctor for a long time, right? Because you could even argue that Capaldi's doctor is not that doctor. Like in Capaldi spit he was, but yes. In yeah. moments he was, but he spent like the first two seasons asking who am I? Mm-hmm. Like we had that arc of the doctor. Am I a good man? Like who am I? To then Whitaker's doctor, who seemed like she spent the first two seasons trying to figure out who she was. So, to go directly, if the 15th doctor turns out to be someone who is put together under control, has control of the situation, uber confident, that would be such a different dynamic than what we've had over the past two doctors.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't want to would, say I'm sorry to anyone.
0: Oh, my goodness. We're like not doing a
1: sorry count. We're not doing yeah, a sorry count for yeah, a season. That was, that was kind of Jody Whitaker's thing, right? Like, yeah, very family. You know, this is the fam. Oh, I'm sorry that I caused this. Like, it's my bad. You know, I. W- that's fine. That's that was fine for her persona. Yeah. But I, yep. I, I would, I'm, I would yeah. hope that this next doctor, the 15th doctor after Tennant, would be different, opposite. You know, yeah, almost too confident you know, that type of thing where the companion <laughs> needs to kind of tone them down. Like, all right, you know, yeah. let's, let's w- willing to burn down entire
0: planets just to accomplish what needs to be done. Um,
1: yeah. Maybe not that far, but yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that's yeah. going to be a little bit more of a take charge yeah. kind of person. I don't know. Maybe it's just something different and we'll see. We'll see what got, was got. I've seen that actor can do a lot of different roles, a lot of different personas. So who knows yeah. what we'll get, but. That's we mentioned every every
0: picture that we see or every interview that he gives, he seems like he's a totally different person. It's that hard works. to pin down who he is and what the doctor might be like.
1: It's That's what I said. Place. I texted you that picture of him. Yeah, the regenerated you know picture of him, and I was like, is this even the same actor? Like he just right. he does look so different than you see him in interviews and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean it, it speaks to his acting ability absolutely. Oh yeah, yep. um, yeah, yeah. So. Is there anything else? Oh, the new logo. I guess, yeah. quote unquote, new. It's basically just a rehash right. of a logo from the 70s. But I like it. Looks cool. Fresh. Yeah. Um, I th- I've never loved. That's one thing that's interesting about Doctor Who. A lot of these, you know, franchises or whatever have kind of an iconic logo like Star Wars. They have that iconic yeah. bold font, like the big letters, Star Wars, and you mm-hmm. see it, you know it. Doctor Who's kind of, always, they kind of change it a lot. You know, over the years, it's changed, yeah. you know, to different looks, different fonts. They don't have kind of that iconic look. So them going back to an old one as opposed to creating an all new one, I actually like that. I think they yeah. should kind of lean into the the ones that they've already created as opposed to, you know, keep coming up with new ones. So I, I thought it looked solid. I like it.
0: Yeah. I, again, I think it's, I think they're trying to reclaim something that might have slipped. Over the past few doctors, like, I think, I think they're reaching to grab hold of what has always made doctor who special, and they might've lost track of it. Um, and grabbing an older retro styled logo is that call back to fans who might've drifted away to be like, Hey, doctor who exists, like we are here. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it's cool. Uh, what is what's old is new again. So let's do it.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for taking the time. I know you're, you know, yeah. it's late where you're at. I think you're probably, it's past your bedtime, right? You're probably late <laughs> to go to sleep. It's, so.
0: it's very far past my bedtime, but <laughs> it's all good. It's, it's always good to talk and this one is, yeah, we couldn't wait another week to
1: get this. No, out there, no, so. we had to get this, we had to get this out. So yep. happy that you were able to work it out. Appreciate it for sure. Um, yeah. Thanks for logging in from work. Hey. Yeah. I actually like this it's kind of like a more controlled environment. Now I don't have my, my setup where I have a good microphone and you know, all uh, of that, but um, this isn't, I'll have to see how the audio comes out when I edit this, but yeah. this might be a good option for the future. If I need to just go somewhere, that's not my house, not worrying about kids <laughs> and all that stuff. So, um, but no, yeah. Thanks for doing this. And thanks to everyone that's tuning into this. Yes. Um, thanks for checking us out. And you can find all of our episodes as usual on Apple podcasts, spotify i think we're on like um oh, what was it oh now i'm blank oh audible i think we're on audible now but yeah so we're a bunch Whoa. of places. awesome yeah. so we're a bunch of different places if you like our podcast if you want to or if you're just now discovering us and you want to find more episodes you can find us um on pretty much any of the podcatchers and yeah man until next time
0: tag you're it there
1: you go there we go. I you're it. Tag. Time bet.
0: I, I know these teams. What? What?